Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio, where we feature great interviews, inspiring stories, and candid conversations. So join us. Hey, this is Seawolf from the hit web series, Hey Shipwreck. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio, submarinewife.com. Welcome to Navy Wife Radio and Military Life Radio. Today is November 24th, 2009. This is Wendy, and I'm here tonight with Marla. Hi, Marla. Hi, Wendy. Have you seen the show, uh, Marla, Mar- I can't even talk, Marley and Me? Have you watched that movie? We have had it um, for, like, months, and it's still in the in the plastic wrap. I, I, I know that movie's going to make me cry, but today I wrote... Join Marla and me. It almost put, join Marley and me. <laughs> it made me think of that movie. Oh, it's one of those days. Well, welcome back. And we missed you last week. I missed you. Oh, my goodness. It was so quite what's a been, week. We, we have a lot to talk about tonight. Uh, we've had, we have, uh, I, I haven't even been in the chat room yet, so I, let me do that really quick. But so tonight we have a fun show. We're going to catch up on what we've been doing this past week, what you've been doing the past two weeks, and tonight we're going to talk about, um, I don't know if your schedule is time-starved, but mine is way time-starved. So I thought, let's just, this has been on my mind for a while, so tonight we're going to be talking about how we can spend a few minutes to save a few hours, which seems pretty impossible, but we have some great ideas to do that. So, um, I don't know. Is your schedule time starved like mine? Lately, it seems to be (laughs) really bad. Well, I thought we could do this show with this topic this time. And then later on, we could do a show where it's completely the opposite. (laughs) You know, what if, um, because, you know, we all have stages, things, you know, things change. I'm thinking about that male spouse who maybe is just newly married and they've just PCS'd, and she doesn't have a job, and she doesn't have kids. She's not going to school, and he's gone. Like, and no he's commitment. And on the couch going, seriously, this is what I got <laughs> myself into? <laughs> yeah, so, so we will do that show, too. I thought, okay, well, what if what if not everybody's time starved? Because <laughs> I've certainly had both scenarios where, um, you know, I was, like we PCS'd here, and um, I really wasn't doing freelance design that much. I mean, a few accounts here and there, but I I had just PCS'd here. I didn't have a you know a job outside the home, and Craig you know was in the middle of Afghanistan somewhere, and I was like so totally different. And Christian was in school, and I'm like, hmm. I mean, my house was a lot cleaner, that's for sure. <laughs> I remember our first PCS like. That we moved somewhere where I have family, so I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be great." Yeah, they have jobs and school, <laughs> so I'm like, "Okay, so maybe not as great as I would have once thought." They're busy. Oh, okay. What do you mean you can't come over? You can't come over. Whatever. So, so we're gonna talk about both sides of the coin. We're gonna talk about when your schedule is time starved, and you just can't figure out how to. Yeah, 
get your house clean, do your homework, go to work, pick your kids up, make dinner, do the laundry, clean the bathroom, and you're like, huh? And and still wear shoes that match. So we're <laughs> talking about that. Um, on this show, and then another one we'll do where you just PCS, and you're just trying to find your way, and you're starting over. So we'll do both. But um, so that's what we have coming up tonight. I'm really excited about it. And um, we have a, I have a really funny story to share. I hope you have one, too. And um, I'm going to go in the chat room right now and open it up for everybody. Okay. So, all right, so now that I've, I'm getting there, I will say I'm in a different area. I'm in, uh, I usually, like last week I did the show from Craig's computer out in the computer area, but he's out there now. <laughs> so, so, so I've been, I'm in the bedroom kind of hanging out. I'm like, oh, I think I'll do it in here tonight. And because uh, upstairs I refuse to turn the heat on, I'm being a scrooge. So, anyway, um, I digress. Do you want to tell everybody how they can participate? I sure can. Our show is always better with our listeners, so please feel free to pop in your favorite chair and grab yourself a nice um, beverage. Um, whether your husband is at home on duty at sea or otherwise deployed, we ask you to please join us. Um, if you are listening to us live, you can listen. You can listen in the chat room. No, but you can <laughs> listen and join us in the chat room, um, or call us um, in. Call in. I always forget to look at the number. <laughs> you can call us at four six four no six four six six five two four six two nine, and. Um, just send us a little message in the chat room. Let us know that you're calling in. We ask that you please always remember operational security. You want to um, only give us your first name. We ask that you do not discuss ship movement or boat names, names in conjunction with your command, or any other names um, that might somehow connect us to your command or you to your command. You know what I mean. Um, doing so ensures that you are keeping our husbands safe as well as yours. Um, I am still trying to get onto our Yahoo, so if you do happen to see me on, it is NavyWifeRadio at Yahoo.com. And we do encourage our guests to, or not our guests, our listeners to log into Blog Talk Radio so you can join the chat room and we can get to know you, request to be on our friends list, and make a show, our show, our, uh, our show your favorite. Our shows air every Tuesday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, and we encourage you to join us live or on demand via iTunes. Can you tell that I haven't spoken to adults in days? <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to hear what you've been yeah, – Craig told me some crazy statistic that said that women on average speak like 1,500 words a day and men speak like 500 well, lately, crazy. most of my words have consisted of, no, stop climbing on that and don't beat up your sister. <laughs> no, hey, seriously, I remember Christian, there was like years, I think, where it seemed like all I ever said was stop and don't. <laughs> my mom stop, says that when don't. she calls, all she hears, and she used to think it was just me, and she'd be like, why are you always telling Aiden, stop, don't, don't do that? And I'm like, it's not just me. And I was out, and my she called, and my husband was like, Aiden, stop. Aiden, don't. She's like, oh, I guess it is Aiden. <laughs> he's a boy. He's two. Or he's three, right? How old is he? 
he's two and a half, but yeah. Two. Oh, well, if I ever get to go back to Annapolis, I really want to meet your kids. I feel like <laughs> I know them. I'm home with you too. <laughs> You'll be kidding. like, oh, Wendy, I'll be right back. Just hold, <laughs> but just hold, hold this one in one hand and hold that one with your other hand. I'm, I'll be right, serious, right. I'll be like, Marlon, where'd you go? No. <laughs> No, I love kids. Uh, I love kids. So, okay, so uh, so this is like if you're new to our show, we spend the first few minutes just kind of recapping the week. And uh, we had the sweetest email last week that, um, Marla, I don't know if you had a chance to listen, but um, do you remember the show that we did with the Build-A-Bear? Uh-huh. Uh, last week I talked about how I we got an email from this lady, from this um, military spouse, who whose husband left last week, and before he left, she went and got a build a bear, and had him put a, a voice record his voice in the in the voice chip in the build a bear for their child. Uh, and isn't that sweet? And she's like, everything that you suggested, I did. And I was like, wow. Well, it's good now. I I was just so it was so touching, and um, so. Uh, yeah, that happened last week, and so I have another comment here. I'm going to fish out while we recap our weeks. But so it always amazes me. Yes, there's new listeners. There's new um, first-time listeners every week. So thank you all for listening and tuning in. We're, we spend the first time just kind of recapping our weeks, and then in a little bit we'll dive into our our time-saving um, tips that we have for you guys this week. So all right, Marla. So what what's been going on, girl? We have been the illness central of the of the community. Well, you got to tell everybody your whole story of going to the doc and them telling you that that Aiden was like just needed Motrin or something, and then he they, ended up being really sick. They sent us to well, I called the clinic. You know, you're supposed to call the clinic to get an appointment, and they said, "Oh, go to urgent care." Well, I have learned that urgent care just does the bare minimum. Um. And they basically told us, oh, he's got bronchitis. And, like, he would lay down and he'd be gasping for air. And I was like, oh, no, 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 something something else is wrong. It's not just bronchitis. This just doesn't make sense. So I throw him in the car. And, I, mind you, I had just spent, what, a week before dealing with my daughter and an H1N1 scare. Yeah, I um, remember that. <laughs> And then after the H1N1 scare, I got the H1N1 vaccine, and I got every side effect. They're like, you'll get nausea, vomiting, body aches, fever from the vaccine. Yeah, I got them all. Go figure, right? So then I'm feeling better. Now he's not. And I throw him in the car, and I take him to the ER, and they do a chest X-ray, and he's got pneumonia. And I'm like, seriously, this would only happen to me. After they tell me, oh, here, give him this antibiotic, he'll be fine in five days. Yeah, no. No. And then today, my husband went to the clinic because I told him a week ago when I dealt with all this with my son, I said, you need to go to the doctor. You don't sound good. But his dedication to the Navy took over, and he had to work through the week. (laughs) i got to write that down. His dedication to the Navy took over. (laughs) He said to me, he's like, they can't doubt my down. dedication when they find me dead. So I said, yes, but you don't do me any good. Um, so he went into day, and sure enough, he has pneumonia. 
Are you kidding me? I am not. <laughs> oh, no. When it rains, it pours, and there I is no so rest sorry for the weary. That you're, and here you are hanging out with me. Should you be, like, Nurse Nightingale or something? Oh, no. They're all in bed. They're medicated. <laughs> okay. Okay. I told my oh husband, my gosh, so you have like oh, by Thursday because I, at that point I'm everybody's on their own. <laughs> oh my god! I'll be gosh. too busy on Thursday. So how are you feeling? Um, I think I'm catching what they had because now I have a sore throat, runny nose, um, my ear hurts, you know, the whole nine yards. So oh, that, that, well, I hope I hope like. But my dedication to the Navy will not keep me from <laughs> my dedication to help. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, I cannot believe that they both have pneumonia. And they – what about your little girl? How is she? She's fine. She's, She's fine. fine. She's yeah. tough. She's resilient. Yeah. She's <laughs> That's the, the buzzword, it seems. Um, they, You know, and they kept telling me, they're like, oh, it's fine. It's no big deal. Um, his ear infection just drained into his chest. I'm like, I've never heard of an ear infection draining into your lungs. So. Well, it's a good thing you took him. And I say mom's intuition. So if you are a mom and you're not quite sure that the diagnosis is like what you feel it should be, you know, follow up, take him to the emergency room. or Second or to, guess. Um, wherever you, you know, take him back into the to the doc because you just never know when they're little like that two three years old a baby you just can't be too careful i think you just can't be too careful and you, well and you know when they're that age like my daughter was really talkative and she would have told me like my chest hurts or whatever but my son doesn't have as much speech and i understand that's a boy thing from what people tell me but he like I would ask him what hurts and he'd just point everywhere and I Aww. couldn't get you know, like I was like, Oh my gosh, how do I help you? <laughs> so um Well I'm glad you did I'm glad we're talking about it though, because you never know. It's now's the time when there's lots of stuff going around with kids. I told you the number one um age group for kid dependence is like zero to one year one year babies. Wow. So there's lots of Navy babies running around right now. And, you know, it's important that if you have a gut feeling and the doctor has just said, well, it's nothing to be worried about or whatever, and you're just not quite sure, um, it's always better to be safe and just check it out. I think a mom's intuition is like something you can't mess with, man. can't mess with that. So, um, okay, so what else? Anything else besides the, um, the, uh, the sick, the sick stuff going on. No, I'm just over being over illness in the household. <laughs> are you traveling for Thanksgiving? Nope, we are staying in. Yeah, okay. Um, my, I'm actually. This is kind of a touchy subject for me. Um, just kidding. My, uh, my aunt and cousins are going home to my parents' house. I'm like, I hate you guys. I hope that when you get there, the turkey doesn't cook. Like, I'm just coming up with all this random stuff. Because <laughs> they're good to go and you don't get to go? Yeah. Oh. I'm yeah, like, I know. Yeah. We we weren't going to go anywhere. We weren't. And then my mom told me my grandmother's going to be at her house. And she's my only living grandmother. So I'm like, 
oh, gosh, we should really go, don't you think? Catholic guilt kind of thing. You know, you live under that for like 20 years and, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, and then and then today was crazy and tomorrow is going to be crazier. And we were planning on going, but it's an eight-hour drive. So I'm like, gosh, I don't know. And Craig isn't feeling well now. And so, like, all of these obstacles are coming in our way. So I really don't know. I can't think further than five minutes in front of me at this point in the time of the day. I'm like, do I got to make that decision right now? Can we put it off like an hour? And then I can think. Um, I'm like, I got to show. I got to do this. I got to feed the dog. I, I cannot think if I'm going to. And Craig says, well, you realize that if we don't go tomorrow, you're going to have to go out and find us food. Because I haven't bought anything for Thanksgiving. I don't have a turkey. I don't have anything. Because I, I thought, oh, I don't need one. I'm going to be traveling. And when I get back, I'll pick up a turkey. That way we can make it and have leftovers at home. I went out and got um, a honey-baked ham. Oh, really? And Are they good? Have you ever had? I've only had the Cracker Barrel ham. Oh, yeah. Like, we always get, um, my mom always gets a ham from there. But. I got the bright idea. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to take off the first, because, you know, they pre-slice it, right? I'm, like, I'm just going to take off the first piece, and I'm going to give Aiden a bite. I want to see if he likes it, right? And he's, like, standing <laughs> okay. in front of the fridge. Dumbest thing I could have ever done, okay? Standing in front of the fridge. He's, like, hanging off the fridge. More. More. I'm like, oh, my gosh. It's, like, crack on my son. He he sat there 20 minutes. Easy more. I was like, no, Aiden, we're not supposed to eat it until Wednesday. He's like, <gasps> yeah, he was very offended. Thursday. I'm not supposed to eat it till Thursday. Yeah, he was very offended. So, do not give them food early. <laughs> Learn that fast. Oh, that's funny. Hey, I needed all these laughs. It's been a crazy day today at work. Okay, so I have a funny story to tell you. Um, when I was trying to think of, okay, what has happened in this past week? There really isn't a whole lot. My life's like Groundhog Day, it seems like. Um, okay, but so today uh, they do these things at work called ghost emails, right? <laughs> okay, follow with me, right? I'm going to try not to, like, go around 15 different ways. To <laughs> but, okay, so a ghost email is like when, like, let's say you wanted to send an email to um, Hillary, Okay. But you want, but but um, you're like my boss. You're a big muckety muck, right? So you're like Wendy. Let's send an email to Hillary. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I craft the email. I write it up. I fill it. You're like, tell her about this, that, and the other, whatever. Okay. And then at the end, I put your signature block and everything. And I don't sign it. I save it and I send it as an attachment to you. So all you have to do is read it and then press send. Okay. Now, let's say Hillary is like a real, real muckety-muck, okay? And I don't want to accidentally press the send button, okay? I, I can't because I'm just like, who am I going to send an email to Hillary? So, But the send button is really next to the, is next to the save button, so you've got to be careful and press save and not send. Otherwise, instead of creating this ghost email, you send it directly. Well, in the process of doing these ghost emails, it's always like, Got to make sure that it's right. Got to make sure you don't actually send it. Heaven forbid. It's all these, you know, big, huge things, right? Okay, Dude, I would totally send it every time. I'd be like, oh, oh, man. Admiral so-and-so is going to wonder who am I. 
<laughs> what am I? What am I emailing him? Okay, so um, so uh, we want to send some, an email out to uh, this group of ombudsmans, right? And so we have the approved official email. We're going to send it out. It's going to go to this whole group of ombudsmans, right? So okay, fine. Like Great. area ombudsmans or yeah, area, like a section. Yes, sort of like okay. you know, like the east region or the west region, northwest. You know, like a region, like more than one. Okay, like five. A hundred, okay? I'm with you. And um, so we have the approved message. This is what we can approve to send because the last time I tried this, it was like the telephone game. Everyone kept changing the message. <laughs> and it was not what I sent out when I got the reply. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, approved message. Let's send it out correctly. We don't want to mishap with the email, okay? So, because we know how important emails are. Okay, so I get... Back a reply that says, this message has been sent. Um, thank you. And I look down, and all the acronyms in the email, they have been changed. So, and I'm not <laughs> kidding you. Like it says. Like by, the, by the spell check? <laughs> yes. Oh, my <laughs> Somebody, God. like, clicked reply all. So it said, um, instead of FRG meetings, it said frog meetings. <laughs> if there are any frog meetings... <laughs> And then it said the CNO instead of CNO. It said the C A N O, whoever the that C-A-N-O. is, <laughs> in all caps. And then the funniest one I thought was it said CEOs XOs CMCs is what it was supposed to say, and it said CEOs socks and cookies <laughs> can all be in, interviewed individually if needed. Oh my goodness! And it went out. Choom. I'm like. And then, then they called and said, well, we sent what you sent us. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so, <laughs> because if you scroll down, you'll see I wrote down FRG and not frogs. Oh, my gosh, we laughed so hard. And somebody wrote back on the email stream, I'm not sure embudsmans are going to know what that is. <laughs> I'm like, you think? <laughs> oh, Oh. I'm like, well, I'm glad at least the Admiral didn't get that email. <laughs> that wasn't a ghost email gone awry. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So now that's the new joke thing, that FRGs are called frogs. In all caps, just like FRG <laughs> would be. <laughs> uh, yeah, cookies. I'm sure every CMC out there would like to be referred to as cookie <laughs> or whatever it was. It was some goofy word like that. Oh, that so, is too much. I know. I don't often share, like, yeah, I don't often have, like, really good funny stories, but I thought that one was pretty good. And so, all right, so let's see. What else can I tell you that's been going on? Um, I think that's it. I can't think of anything else. I was looking at the Navy Times for anything interesting, but. I have to tell you a little funny little thing oh, that occurred. Yeah. Um okay. So, you know, November is Military Family Appreciation Month. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? Okay. So. I did. They announced it, like, November 3rd, like, when we were already into the month versus before. I thought that was kind of well, weird. What I thought was funny was I didn't realize that we were in November yet. <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, that's cool. And then Trevor said to me, he's like, you know, it's like the 12th already, right? And I'm like, oh, it is? <laughs> of November? Yeah. So yesterday, our fleet and family had an event, okay? okay? And they do pizza, dinner, and everything, right? 
So really? I they have, have actual food? Wow, that's nice. Isn't that cool? Um, they also have a clown face painter. Now, I have a great, ginormous phobia of clowns, okay? Okay, so, so does Christian. So I'm like, okay, no big deal. You know, we'll avoid the clown. My husband will take the kids to get their face painted. No big deal, right? Don't you know that the one time I'm walking alone to go to the bathroom is when the clown appears out of nowhere. <laughs> oh, no. Did you? Were you startled? I, oh, my gosh. I almost flipped. I was like, because I came around a corner, and it wasn't even like I had time to process that the clown was coming towards me. I ran into her, and I was like, oh, my gosh. And I blew past her like she had the plague and ran into the bathroom. And then I called my friend from my cell phone in the bathroom. I'm like, you need to go make sure the clown is back in her room in the back. So please do some clown recon and verify yeah, the clown so. is secured in an alternate location than me. Needless to say, I don't know if we'll be going next year. <laughs> but it was fun. Check out your fleet and family. They might be doing something. Oh, because it's, is it this 100-year celebration thing? Is that no, what No, ours doing? does it every time. Ours did it last year and the year before. Oh, it's for the month of the military family. Okay. Right. I wonder what ours is doing. I mean, ours is really small. I'm probably not much, but okay. So check out your fleet and family and see when they're going to have a party. It's always yeah. good. You can get pick up a bunch of cool stuff. You can get a Milspas magazine and have a cookie and uh, check out their classes. Sign up for a free class. They have all kinds of yeah. good stuff you guys can check out. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, you know what? Let's take a quick break. Alrighty. And then when we come back. We will um, talk about, oh, there's a movie that I want to see this weekend. I want to talk about that. And then we will uh, g- jump into our uh, our show topic for tonight. So, um, all right, everybody, you're listening to Navy Wife Radio. We'll be right back after the break. USAA salutes military spouses for your service and sacrifice on the home front. Whether it's preparing for deployment, having a baby, or making that next PCS move, we'll help you navigate through all the stages of military life. We've served families like yours for more than 84 years, and we can help you achieve your financial goals. Log on to USAA.com for a free financial assessment, or call USAA's Financial Advice Center at 877-806-5033 for advice on everything from credit cards to life insurance. USAA means United Services Automobile Association and its affiliates. Financial advice provided by USAA Financial Advisors Incorporated, a registered broker-dealer. Log on to USAA.com or call us toll-free 1-877-806-5033. USAA, we know what it means to serve. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio and Military Life Radio. Um, I want to say that USAA, if you haven't heard, they have um, changed their rules of eligibility to join. And um, now to join USAA, you only need to be a uh, veteran who has served honorably. So if you have a family member, well, 
or friend, I should say, because if you're a member of USAA, then so is your family. Um, but if you know somebody who served maybe in the Korean War, maybe served in any war, or served at all, um, and they are a veteran, as long as they served honorably, they can call USAA and find out more information about their products and services. So I thought that was really cool. USAA is, I mean, they're going to open themselves up to a lot of new business. I don't know why I thought that they were already doing that. I don't know where I got that notion, but for some reason I thought that they were already doing that. I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe people thought that they had to be active duty or they thought they had to be, um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Because I know I have a family member, well, her husband, he's always had a USAA account, and it's, like, through, like, his grandpa or, like, somehow he's connected to USAA. He himself is a military. So, I don't know. Maybe that's why I thought that they had always done that. Wow. Um, So, yeah, so now for sure, I don't know how it was before exactly, but any veteran who served honorably is open for membership and they just launched a new uh, website for the Army-Navy game, which is coming up soon on December 12th. It is our, I know. Go Navy. Um, sorry, Jean Walbert. I saw her post on her blog. Ask Jean. She put, go Army. I was like, go Navy. Friendly rivalry. Um, it's ArmyNavyGame.com. ArmyNavyGame.com. And when you go there, it's kind of cool. You can look at the teams. It has pictures and it has a a state map or the United States map and you can click on your state and you can vote. Uh, you sure about that website? Yeah, armynavygame.com. Oh, I forgot the game part. Just kidding. <laughs> Army Navy game. And then you can vote. Like, who do you think is going to win? That's the fun part about the website. So you can choose your side. You can vote for the Army or you can vote for the Navy and then you pick your state, like your home state, and then you can go and see how many people voted from each state. And right now, as we tape this show on the 24th, I think it is today, of November, um, at 9.30 Central Time, uh, Navy is winning 1,874 votes to... 1,240 votes for <gasps> Army. Is that amazing? I'm like, it only lets you vote once. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can only vote once. And, you know, I don't know if you all have seen the, the um, oh, I, I pulled it out to talk about it, the All Hands Magazine. If you guys don't get or know what All Hands Magazine is, ask your husband him, for him to bring you home one. In October, it's called Any Day in the Navy, and it's the best one to get. Although the November one just came out, and that's really good, too. It has the winning poster and the suicide prevention contest um, that you can check out. But this one, Any Day in the Navy, it has a picture in here. Um, Basically, the premise of the magazine is, just like the name, um, all these pictures were taken on one specific day, and you just never know what's going on in the Navy. And it's everything from um, carrier flight ops, to CBs, to IA training, to the USNS Mercy, um, to, oh, the USS Alexandria, which is a fast attack submarine leaving um, Suda Bay, Greece. I mean, it's just the coolest pictures. If you love photography um, and you're dedicated to the Navy, or, sorry, other spouses from other services, 
Um, it's still kind of cool. Um, but anyway, the picture in here that I'm talking about is from um, an Army-Navy game, and they have a Navy guy uh, running uh, slotback Sean White, running for a touchdown during the 109th Army-Navy game. And on the ground is an Army uh, lineman, I guess, who he got by, and the, and the Army guy is just kind of sprawled out like, oh, my gosh, I think I just got hit while the Navy guy is looking all tough running in for the touchdown. So it's, I, I just have to say. I was like, that's a cool picture. I mean, just the whole, I mean, even if you just like football, and it's black and white, so it's kind of cool. Go ahead. I have to say that personally, um, it, you know, Army's great. I support what, they're, what they do. But you can't beat Navy midshipmen football players and their head coach freaking rocks. Okay, <laughs> so I just have to say that mostly That's because you got biased because you actually live there, <laughs> and that also I'm a close personal friend of the uh, head coach. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, I hated football until I moved here, and now it's like religiously we watch every game. So, um, but I was um, I got an email from a friend on Facebook, and I'm actually going to try to pull it up, um, but he was telling me that on CNN, CNN, no, ESPN, <laughs> um, they were doing a something about the biggest rivalries in football or something of that sort, and um, he had never known the tradition of um, oh, it was ESPN Classics of the Top 20 College Football Traditions. And the Army-Navy tradition um, was number two, and it's that both teams will stand at attention-ishness <laughs> at each side. Well, I mean, they're sweating and they're in a comp, so I doubt that they're in, you know, formed ranks. And they will stand and sing each other's alma mater um, and um, and there's a great, even though there's the Army-Navy rivalry, there's a huge amount of camaraderie and um, that, you know, most people don't know that. I know because I've watched the games and I've seen it, but um, there is, even though we do have the rivalry, you know, they're brother-in-arms. That's right. So. I, I don't know why that made me emotional just now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true, though. I mean, you know, there's a great video that um, that re I think it was Recruiting Command did, or it must have been. Um, but it just talks about one team, one fight, and it's the same thing. So, yes, it's, you know, an, a rivalry on the football field, but it really is brothers in arms uh, off that field. And so, you know, I, I think it's important to share that, people to know that. I don't think I knew I knew that I knew that they sang each other's alma maters. Um, okay, so does that game, mean that like, we can get this guy on the show? Maybe can we get an interview after the game? Maybe or something before you the head coach. Uh, yeah, I might be able to work something out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I might. It would definitely have to be after the Army Navy game, considering <laughs> that this weekend he's in Hawaii. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it would be cool be able to work something out. Um, but um, no matter what your side, watch the game. 
for me, the Army-Navy game is unlike any other game because there's just so much intensity about the game. So watch it. Yes, December 12th. Um, they're playing in Philadelphia. It's 2.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, sponsored by USAA. You can check it out at ArmyNavyGame.com. ArmyNavyGame.com. Okay, so Put the yeah. game in there. <laughs> Put the game. Don't forget that. Don't leave out the game part. Um, and you can vote for who you want to win. It's just fun. Even if you don't like football, log on. It's fun. And um, um, the it other also has you can see the legacy of the his of the rivalry. I thought that was yeah. kind of nifty. And you can um, Google it on YouTube and see some of the spirit videos that they make. It's hilarious. It's really funny. One and, thing uh, I really like about um, the game is sometimes there's opposing commercials, like an army commercial that kind of makes fun of the Navy and a Navy commercial that kind of pokes fun of Army football. And they – so there, it's it's a very different – from a civilian perspective, I guess, it's neat to see that for however long a football game is, I don't know, an hour and a half, two hours, it's all about them and what they're doing. And, you know, they talk about um, – also they talk about, you know, these guys aren't going into the NFL and stuff, so – it's an experience. Sorry, that's my soapbox on Navy football. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so check it out. Okay, so next up we're going to talk about, because um, I know we got to keep moving along. I know we. I'm always like, how are we going to fill an hour, an hour and a half? I don't know. And then we always seem to do it. So, all right, what we're going to do next is take a quick break, and we're, when we come back we're going to talk about, um, is your schedule time starved like mine? Are you, like I said before, trying to figure out how to, um, study, make dinner, uh, figure out what you're going to wear to work, uh, take your kids to soccer practice, and um, still be nice to your husband and wear matching <laughs> shoes. You know what I mean? If you're trying to figure all the that out. The shoes one is the one I still struggle with. Um, we're going to talk about that. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Military Life Radio and Navy Wife Radio. We will be right back after the break. Hi, this is Pat Rabby, the creator of Hey Shipwreck and Join the Navy, the cartoon. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio on MilitaryLifeRadio.com. All right, welcome back, everybody. Today we're talking about how you can spend a few minutes to save you hours. We're going to learn some time-saving tricks and tips. And we each have our own, and we have a list we're working off of, um, two that we, we found over at uh, markandangela.com. They have a bunch of great, interesting, um, time-saving tips on different kinds of things, all kinds of stuff. So we are going to um, talk about some of those things from both lists and um, learn from you guys too. So if you, if we're good, we'll get this show posted on the website and post these. And um, by the way, Amy was in the chat room last week and she she volunteered to help with some things. So we got to figure out what what's the best way to use her gifts and talents. Um, but you guys will be able to, hopefully we'll get this up and you can comment on what are your time-saving tips or how you how you spend minutes to save hours. So, uh, um, do, first of all, Pat, we paid the, the, the promo for Hey Shipwreck. Marla, I talked to Pat on the phone after like months of, you know, where is Finally, Pat? Finally, he is breathing. Yeah, <laughs> like, like where's, well, where's Pat? So, Pat has, um, he's, 
not on he's not on recruiting duty anymore. He's going back to sea duty, and we got to touch base, and it was exciting. So he is going to come on the show in December, and he's going to give us some free um, stuff to give away because the Season 2 DVD of Shipwreck is uh, available and ready for your um, stocking stuffer, you know, uh, I, you know, stuffers. So if you're thinking about what can you get your husband and Navy-related, military-related, or just want to support a military active duty member, yeah, Pat Rabbi will be here. I think we're going to do it December 8th. I'll have to look at the calendar again. But So thank you, Pat, for checking in with us. He said, if it's any consolation, you are the second person who I emailed after being like, oh, well. off the grid. I'm like, that's amazing. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> after the song, after the sound guy, the sound guy, I'm like, yeah, that's pretty good. I'll have to tell Marla. <laughs> so, yeah, December 8th, Pat from Hey Shipwreck will be here. So set your calendar Send us your questions for Pat. It's Hey Shipwreck. You can Google him, join the Navy. That's his uh, stuff he works on. All right, so, okay, so we're going to go through our list here for how to spend minutes to save hours. And um, the first one's kind of easy, but easy in concept but hard to do. So we have a good resource to share, and it's organizing your space. And... um, this came from our reference site, and it's how fast can you access something in an organized space instantaneously. Spend a little time organizing your space, and you'll forever spend less time searching and more time doing. And one of the great resources that I love is Fly Lady, um, and you can just Google Fly Lady or flylady.net, I believe. And it's a great resource for helping you just manage the everyday tasks of keeping your house in order and keeping your space organized. So, but isn't that the truth? It's like when we come in the front door, we have this little table, and the mail just piles up like crazy over there. And I'm like, what? Who's who's mailing us stuff? We don't want <laughs> Oh, the paper fight with that. Yeah, I know. So it's, it's worth it to spend some time. I usually try and do one. This is probably, other people have probably better ideas, but... I try and pick one room to really, um, like, you know, even if I have to spend an hour, like when I come home, to just kind of clean up the clutter and get rid of and throw away and trash whatever I can get rid of. Um, And I know you do the toys basket, right? Like you put a basket or something. Well, I go in the basket or something like that. I have, like, I'm like the, the bin queen. Like my husband is so sick of looking at bins. Um, I have like a bin for cars, and I have a bin for balls, and I have a bin for this, and I have a bin for that. And now, you know, when your kids go to school, you have all these papers that come home. Got a bin for Katrina school stuff, so whatever comes out of her backpack goes right in that bin. I don't even really look at it if it's just you know the the coloring and stuff she does at school because I'd rather just keep it. So I'm kind of a bin junkie. Um. But it's funny, everybody, I have everybody else organized but me. Like, we ha- we say that I have this corner, and it's like all of my yarn and all of my this, everything's just piled up. And then when I don't want Aiden to play with something, I throw it back there. It's If you move the recliner, it's just an avalanche. So I need to work on organizing me. <laughs> well, that's a good point, because I think we can get so busy organizing everybody else, you know, when we forget 
you know, organizing the fridge, organizing the pantry, organizing the the underneath the kitchen sink, but yet, you know, our space might not be so organized. Um, we uh, we recently transferred, we kind of repurposed a room in our house. Craig, uh, after the holidays last year, um, he was taking a couple classes and things were getting really busy for him, and he was always like sequestered in one of the rooms. And I'm like, <laughs> no, we never use our dining room. We have a little kitchen nook that has a table. And that's where we if we use the table. That's the one we always use. We don't really use the table in the dining room. So I said, well, why don't we just turn that into your office? You can be downstairs. You don't have to be sequestered away, and you can feel like you're part of the family when you're, you know, have your when you're doing all your homework. So I literally put the table up in the upstairs attic in the bonus room, and um, and turned it into an office. And I told him then I said we can do this with the understanding that once the holidays come. This is all going to have to go away because I'm going to need a holiday table, right? He's like, sure, that no problem, whatever, until it was time to actually convert it back. I need to post my pictures on the Internet because I took a before picture after we took his desk out of the dining room. It was a disaster. There was stuff everywhere. There was um, cords, you know, um, pieces of software, you know, video game remnants, paper, dust. It was disgusting. So I took a picture of it all. It looked horrible. Plus we had gotten some stuff from Amazon, so there's empty boxes, you know. I mean, it was literally, when you see the picture, you're like, oh, my gosh, did she put that on the Internet? I'm like, yes. And then I shampooed the carpet, put the table down there, put down my little thing I got from Kirtland's. It's like a fall decoration for um, uh, little tea light candle holders with little fall leaves. Put that on my table. You got it all looks, festive. It, it looks like a total makeover. I didn't spend any money at all. Um, so we just repurposed the room. And it's and you know what? We both have found when we come home and that space it looks like that, we are happier. It sounds crazy, but the fact that we had the office in there, when you first walked in the front door and there was this desk, it was a nice desk, um, and it looked set up like an office, but there was always papers on the desk. There was always whatever stuff everybody dumped from the day got dumped right there. It just was always never kept. And so now that it's been switched out and the first thing we see is that clean room, I'm like, oh, hello, house. I'm happy you're home. Or my house is happy you're <laughs> It's so nice. So, yeah, try and make – my one thing is if you're going to organize anything, organize the first space that you see when you walk into your house. It just makes it makes you smile when you come home, so you don't have to go. Oh crap! What is this mess? <laughs> so yes, I like that idea. Okay, so do you have do you have an idea? It's been. I don't know if you want to um, go through my list, or you have one of your own. Well, automate tasks, um, things that. And right now, you were talking about, you know, the pile of papers on the table. I put all my bills on, you know, paperless, whatever, yet I still get papers. So just because you've automated it doesn't mean you don't get stuff. <laughs> I know, that's so, true. They um, still send you stuff. Another thing that you need to do is do, when you do automate your tech, because this got me in trouble this month. I forgot that something was coming out. Um so I was like, oh, no, that's like $4. I wasn't expecting, whatever. Um, 
but always make a chart or a listing of what bills are supposed to come out when so that you do have them memorized or at least notable. Um, create checklists. That, that's huge. I Today, obviously, with Thanksgiving coming up, I was running around, and I felt so goofy because I had my checklist, but it was all made in crayon. Um, and, you know, I, I think care. that's a key thing, creating check. I saw somebody at the grocery store once that had done that. It was printed on the internet, or a keep uh, on their computer, and I thought that is brilliant because I read somebody where that over the like, even though there's thousands of products in the grocery store, traditionally we only buy the same 100 items. So chances are, whatever you're buying, unless you're one of these really creative cooks where you completely switch out your um, what you're cooking on all the time you're going to buy probably the same 100 things. So if you put them on a checklist, you just go through and check which ones you need and take that with you instead of, okay, let's make a grocery list and trying to, you know, generate all the time that that takes. So you know, also trace the checklist once and you'll have it. On the commissaries.com website, um, I don't know if they still have it, so I'll have to double check. They used to have where you could go down essentially every aisle and mark up what you would need and print it out. So I used to do that, um, but I haven't done it in a really long time because now I'm I'm one of those, like I know exactly what I'm going to get, so I don't even think about, you know, labels or whatever. And, my, and our, our commissary is so small that I know, okay, I'm going to need three cans of this. So I go straight there, boom. I need four cans of this, go straight there, done. <laughs> so um, there was right. also – sorry um, – in part of that, making lists and stuff, when you do grocery shop, um, mark down, like if you say you're getting potato chips and you have a coupon, circle that or something so that you know. Because I, I know personally, I'm one of those that is at the register going, hold on, I know I have a coupon for that. So try to organize yourself by making your checklist dually functional. I like that. I mean, really, the bottom line with that one is just autom- automate whatever you normally do. Um, automate your tasks, like create a checklist that helps you remember things, um, design a template of some sort, and that speeds the process um, along. And you will, you know, use your computer and um, you know automate your your bill payments, like we were saying, or automatically back up your computer. Any kind of to do just you normally, and for your kids too. You know, if your kids have chores that you want them to do, just automate that. Make it a list and have them check it off. Put it on the bathroom mirror if you need to. Um, okay, so um, the next one, the next time saving um, tip that we have for you, I'm going to go through here and pick one. Um, I am going to, of course, my computer wants to play. Um, all right. Uh, this one I thought was kind of funny. Um, when it comes to using your computer, like because we're all on email, right? We're, we're like Facebooking, Twittering, all this stuff. And um, this one is learn to type efficiently. And if you are on a computer on a, re- on a regular basis and you're not really a good typist or you're not good at typing really quick, quick you can google that learn to type efficiently and you can do your um, some tutorials on typing and learn the keyboard so you're not like a two-fingered typist um, that'll save you a lot of time 
And I've read somewhere that a lot of people don't even use email so much anymore. They use Facebook. Like people know, well, if they want to find out what I'm doing, they'll just go to my Facebook account. You know, I had um, my computer crash, uh-huh. and so I am now using my husband's computer. Well, none of my email addresses are saved on here. So basically anybody that doesn't have a Facebook that I can message them through Facebook, I haven't emailed <laughs> because I uh, I just I can't get a hold of them. Well, I, I really think that's happening more and more. People are using, that's, you know, one of the big uses for Facebook. People are just, they'll send me a text message if they need me or they'll find me on Facebook. And if I want to see how they're doing, if they want to know how I'm doing, they'll check my Facebook page and check my photo album, that kind of thing. So if you're spending a lot of time on email, you know, Facebook might be a good way for you to save some time there. And upload your pictures in one place, you know, whether that's your Facebook photo album or Flickr. I use both, and I actually really like Flickr um, because you can do a lot more with the photographs. Instead of emailing your pictures out via email to your friends and family or to your spouse if he's deployed and and you're trying to not clog up email or whatever, just post them to a site like Flickr or Facebook and then they can log on to the Internet, assuming they have connectivity. And you can just send that link out to your friends and family. And that is a huge time saver. Just put your pictures in one place. Make sure you remember what your password is. Yeah, make sure you remember what your password is. Absolutely. Okay, all right. Um, you're up next. Um, take useful notes and store them in a trusted place where you will always know where to look. Not doing so will lead to extensive wastes of both time and opportunity. I am a huge note taker, like when I'm dealing with a bill or um, handling something. I have a tendency to, like, jot everything down on the envelope or whatever, and it, that's great. It's just what I do with that envelope when I'm done <laughs> isn't always a functional thing. Um, what I started doing was um, I have a basket, like, next to the door, and the bills all go in there, Right. And then um, if I have to call to make a payment arrangement or if I need to call because my parents didn't send me the car registration in time and so I have to, you know, call and say, hey, how do I rush it or whatever, um, I don't put it anywhere else. I don't shred it. Everything goes back in that basket until I'm done with whatever I'm doing. So, you know, keep a basket you know, keep a notebook. Um, yeah, keep a little like lime journal or something you can put in your pocketbook or your purse. Um, something that will allow you to keep all your notes in one place. And that's really a good one because then you're not wondering, what's the number to the what, you know? Or, you know, if you can put it in your phone, that's good too. But I, I like having something to write on, on a piece of paper. And sometimes I write down just... Um, you know, it's sort of like when you have when you hop out of the shower and you have like all these ideas, like oh, I need to remember to do that. I know, wouldn't it be great if we did that? It's that kind of a time when you have that that pocketbook and or that mind journal paper thing in your um like a diary almost. They sell them at Target for like ten bucks. Keep it in your purse when you're in line waiting at the doctor's office in line. 
you know, um, waiting for your lunch or in line wherever you have that. And you can write down your notes of things you need to do and things um, that you would like to do. When we TCS'd, um, I think it was this last time, I took um, one of those little notebooks that you were saying, and I wrote down um, the number for personal property, the number for housing here, the number um, to the Navy Lodge. Because even though I had everything in my phone, if for whatever reason in some rest stop somewhere I lost my phone, I wouldn't have anything. I wouldn't have the address to put in the GPS, anything. So I just had, and my husband made fun of me because every time um, we'd stop for gas, I had a little tiny stapler and I would staple the receipt in there because that's one of those things that you lose the receipts when you PCS and you're supposed to turn them in and all that stuff. That's a great idea. Now they have little notebooks that have like a little pocket in the front. So you could put everything there. But I, what I liked doing was then we were keeping track of how much gas we were getting and how many miles we would get out of it and stuff. So it was nice to have everything. And then when, when my husband called me, he's like, I need that notebook. Okay. I handed it all to him. It was all there. He didn't have to worry about anything. So That's awesome. I like that idea. Think about all the time you saved by doing that. Oh, believe I mean, me. There's and after money. our first two PCSs. <laughs> Um, oh i like that whole tcs book i like that a lot um okay all right so let's move on to the next because we're running out of time um okay so uh oh here's a good one okay they say that you know multi-tax multitasking doesn't really work because you just kind of go from one thing to the next and nothing ever gets done um so if you think you like so don't put good multitasker on your resume. No, no, not a good thing. Don't do that. Um but you know, one of the tips that we're talking about tonight is if you can handle a simple task immediately, do it then. If it'll take less than 2 minutes, go ahead and do it because if you don't um constantly thinking about doing that something simple, you know, item uh, the act of just avoiding it will take more time than just actually doing it at that moment. So if it, like, if it takes two, less than two minutes to do it, whatever it is, do it right then. Whether that's you know writing something, a note in your journal book, the phone number to the orthodontist or the appointment or whatever, or if it's putting the bill in the basket versus just loose on the table or um, returning that phone call, putting those dishes in the sink, you know, wiping down the counter, whatever that happens to be, if it can take you less than two minutes to do it, do it right then. And you'll be surprised at how much you actually get done and you're not fretting over all the things that you still need to do. I love that one. Handle simple tasks immediately. Yeah. Simple tasks don't happen for me. (laughs) Okay. All right. What else do you Um, the one that you had on here that I liked was, um, oh, I just lost it because I clicked over to another. Hold on. I'll come back. Um, uncover the shortcuts. This, for me, was so true. Um, keyboard shortcuts, driving in less congested route, um, hitting two birds with one stone, um, not literally, figuratively. Um, <laughs> because when you're a, when you're a parent or a 
single, even a single spouse, I hate having to go five different places for one thing. And um, I hate things that take so much longer than they have to. So, you know, I've learned, and my husband hates it when he asks me, "How? what's the shortcut for on my computer to cut and paste? I'm like, oh, just let me do it. It would just be so much easier um, because I can get in, get out, and be done. Um, driving a less congested route, you can uncover so many things, especially when you're new to an area, by um, trying a different route. Generally, um, you know, there's more than one way to get to work or whatever. So um, check it out. You might find that taking side streets is um, less time-consuming and, hey, you hit up, you know, a commissary on your way that you didn't know existed. Um, trying to get all your errands, this is me because we're a one-car family, and that works for us, but I have to do everything in one day. So I make sure that I go to the commissary, to the exchange, and get gas all on the same day. Then my husband doesn't have to worry about, you know, oh, do you need the car? Oh, I have to go there. We're just, I'm done. And we know that on, you know, the 15th and the 31st, those are the days that I'm going to be doing whatever I need to do. So. No, that's smart. I like that. Thinking ahead instead of just um, trying to go as you need it, to really plan that out. And um, uh, this last week with two sick kids, I was running around doing um, Christmas shopping and taking stuff out of layaway and putting stuff, you know, taking stuff out of layaway because we weren't going to get it anymore or we had already gotten it or whatever. And um, I was going to drive to the further exchange to see if they had something. And it dawned on me as I was getting ready to get on the interstate, I should call them. Because if I drive all the way out there and I did it for nothing and I took sick kids, I would be horribly, horribly frustrated. And sure enough, I was so glad I did call because they were out and they weren't going to get more until after Thanksgiving. I was like, thank goodness, because I would have driven, you know, 40 minutes out of my way and been so angry. So plan ahead, call, put those numbers in your phone, because I now have, you know, all the exchanges and commissaries in my area are all in my phone now. So, Love, love that idea, love that idea. Okay, so the next one we have for you is research and use the right tools. Uh, possessing the right tools can easily shrink the mountainous tasks into a mohill. The time you take to find the right tool will be repaid a thousand times over. And just two of my favorite tools are um, I made, we had a potluck today, and I made a pumpkin cheesecake. And Ooh. I used my KitchenAid mixer, which I wanted like my whole life, and I got, I think it was last year. Um, and it was really an extravagant expense, but oh my gosh, we do a lot of baking around here, and for Christmas time, we do a lot of um, baking as gifts. We are really big on that. Craig makes Buckeyes, and we do all kinds of crazy baking cookies and all this stuff, so. But I made this um, pumpkin cheesecake recipe. I'd never made it before. I had pumpkin pie filling, cheesecake, butter, you know, vanilla, all this stuff. And I made two batches, one to take to work and one so I could have Thanksgiving, whether I'm here or 
driving to Dallas. I don't know what I'm doing yet. Um, and uh, it was so easy with that mixer. I'm telling you, I just put the cream cheese in there and stuck it on five, and it was, I mean, it was like the whole thing took like, like 10 minutes to mix up and was ready to pour. It was great. And um, so that's my one good tool. And that's the kind of thing you have to save for. But don't wait like 20 years like I did. Try and get it a lot sooner than that. Um, that's so funny that you said that because I was telling my husband I'm making pumpkin cake for myself for our Thanksgiving. But then like two other people asked me to make it. And I'm like, I wish I had my mom's KitchenAid because I could throw everything in and pour, you know, use three different pans, pour everything in, stick all three of them in the oven and be done. Oh, yeah, it was great. I mixed every, I doubled the recipe. It all fit in the in the thing, the mixing bowl. I doubled the recipe and then um, and then poured it into two pans, baked them at the same time. And, you know, cheesecake, you got to bake for an hour, so it takes a long time. Right. Um, the mixing part was easy. It's just the baking time took forever. Um, so, yes, yeah, so budget for a mixer. And I this is what I do. I learned <laughs> after many years of, like, just getting stuff that I really, not that I'm not grateful because I love my mom and my family, but they would sometimes get me things, and I'd be like, what, for my birthday? Or, my birthday is six days before Christmas, so I always got the birthday Christmas gifts. Uh-huh. And so I would always just be like, what, what, what is this? So I would just be like, okay, don't give me anything all year long. I don't want anything for Mother's Day or anything for anniversary, whatever. I just want, like, this is what I really, really want. I want a KitchenAid mixer for Christmas birthday, New Year's, Valentine's Day, whatever. <laughs> um, and don't be afraid to ask for what you want and tell your family maybe they can pitch in, you know, whatever they would normally spend on you. Um, if it's $20 or $50, just look, I'm taking contributions to my <laughs> X, Y, and Z, whether that's a new digital SLR camera, which I would love to have and don't. <laughs> whether that's a laptop computer, that's my other tool, a laptop computer. I just think that um, the time saving for a laptop versus a desktop because it's portable. You can take it with you wherever you go. You can take it on trips. You can take it. You can sit on the couch. You can go in the backyard. You're not tied to a desktop, especially if you want to go to school and use the six thousand dollar military spouse scholarship. You're going to need a computer to get online and do your classes. Um, yeah, that's my other um, right tool. What every girl should have. A KitchenAid mixer and a Mac computer laptop. <laughs> yeah, we just maybe we can sell stuff like bake and sell things with the KitchenAid to pay for the computer. Uh, just buy the cheap one, nine ninety nine. And by the way, Black Friday, I hear the Mac store is supposed to have, be having some crazy deals. I don't know, but I am got my my ear cued for that. Uh, we'll talk about Black Friday. I wish I um I've been watching the. Uh, the Max at the next because uh-huh. I'm a Mac girl. My husband's a PC guy, and he's like, "Look, honey, if the Macs aren't on sale on Black Friday at the next, you're getting a Hewlett Packard." And I'm like, "Oh, my hands <laughs> won't know what to do with this." So, tell him I said, "No, don't do it." Well, this is his theory. Okay, if he buys him buys me a laptop of his choosing. Then when we have the funds to buy my Mac, then he can use it. So I'm he's like, buying like what I call a Homer gift. I call exactly. that a Homer gift. You know and, why I call that Homer like gift? It's like a dual Homer gift because it's because he doesn't want me on his computer anymore. 
Oh my gosh. See, yeah, that's to see the Homer gift is I probably told this story before, you know, Marge and Homer Simpson. It was Marge's birthday and he doesn't know what to get her and he goes to the store and the kid lady behind the counter is like, What do you think she would like? And he's got like a bowling shirt on and she's like, Does she like to bowl? And he says, Oh sure, Marge loves to bowl but of course she doesn't, right? And she's like, well, this is on sale. Would you like to get her this bowling ball? And he said, oh, that's great. And his eyes are getting all big. And she said, well, you know we have free engraving. And he's like, hmm. And he's thinking. And when he presents the bowling ball to her, it's like for her birthday, it's engraved Homer. <laughs> he put his name on Because he just figured, well, just in case you don't like it, I can keep it. So I call it, I, that's what I call a Homer gift, when your spouse buys you something that, is really for them. <laughs> well, now that he's sick, I might be the one that's going to buy the TV on Black Friday because that's really the main purpose is that they're going to have a, like, 50-inch TV for way cheap. And so that's why we're going to the next. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, well, if I'm sick, who's going to go? And I guess I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to have to go. And if I happen upon a Mac, it might fall into the cart and it might make it home with me. <laughs> Yeah, that's like the one thing I'm excited to see is what what is Mac's going to be like because um okay so anyway we di- we digress all right we'll talk a little bit more about Black Friday towards the end we only have like about 15 more minutes so we got to hurry and run here um all right so okay you're you're up next number uh, six, n- the the next one is let your mouse do the walking shop online rent movies online pay bills online it's so much faster and so much easier this is so true used to take me an hour to pay my bills and. I was making, you know, three trips a night to Blockbuster, and um, half the time I couldn't find what I wanted in the stores locally, and I started living on eBay, Amazon, and online bill pay, Um, and now we can download um, with Netflix, we can download some of the movies right into our 360 or our Wii and watch them. I don't even have to wait for them to come in the mail. That's Um, awesome. So I, you know, it makes life so much easier. And my husband laughs because he's like, what would you do today? And I'm like, well, from 7 to 7.30, I paid bills. From 7.30 to whatever time, I planned out our meals. And I already, you know, pre-planned how much I'm going to spend at the commissary. <laughs> so it really, it cuts down your time and it makes it so much easier for you. Um the one nice thing is with a lot of the online bill pay now, you can decide when you're going to make the payment. So um, what I did was um, I went out of town, and so my husband didn't have to worry about it, and I didn't have to worry about it while he's gone. I set all of our payments up for that whole month that I was going to be gone. And everything got paid, and that was that. So it's the easiest thing Yes, ever. I love that. Let your mouth do the walking. I love that one. So shop online, rent movies online, pay your bills online, et cetera. So much faster. All right, so the next one I have for you, this is a good one. This is kind of hard because as moms we like to control what's going on in our house. Uh, but this one is teach someone to ha- teach someone how to help you. Teach your dependents how to fish so you no longer have to fish for them. And this c- can be age-specific. You know, um, if you've got kids that are, you know, 8, 9, 10 or older, they can help you with chores. They can vacuum. They can help you uh, put the clothes from the washer to the dryer and then maybe eventually take them out of the dryer and put them on the wherever you fold your laundry. Um, 
they can load the wa- I mean all the they can empty the dishwasher um think about what would what age appropriate chores your kids can do and that teaches them responsibility it teaches them um what it means to run a household make some protective members of society and uh makes them appreciate all of your effort and i think that it doesn't matter if um some clothes fall on the ground when they pull them out it doesn't matter if when you're like Christian when he folds his clothes that he doesn't do it the same way I do and they're maybe not quite as all lined up. It's okay. It's okay. You gotta um begin to teach your kids how to do little things. And they're they get so proud to help. They they get really um they feel like they've they they're a part of something more. They're a part of the household and whether that's putting like your kids, you know, putting the cars in the bin for the cars. Yep. And actually um my kids, two and five, they already carry their laundry upstairs and put it away. And you know, if, if they don't know where it goes, um, I took I actually took index cards and drew very poorly, but drew like a shirt and a pair of underwear and a pair of socks. And each card went on the drawers, and they know where all their stuff goes. That is so and creative. My two-year-old can't reach his sock drawer, so he just throws everything, you know, everything that goes up there on top. But he gets the idea. That's so, so. sweet. Um, That's so sweet. So I mean, yeah, I end up walking upstairs and I find five pairs of socks and there's a pair of underwear and, you know, when my husband gets home, he's like, "Why are there My Little Pony panties sitting on the stairs?" And I'm like, "Oh, those <laughs> didn't make it to their room. Sorry." <laughs> So I know uh, this can be kind of a controversial subject because I've had spouses, you know, when this came up, because um, Christian does a lot of stuff. He has since he was little, like your kids. I mean, when he was, you know, three, two, whatever, he always had little things that he was supposed to do and um, and carry the same. I mean, we just always tried to give them things, you know, mop the floor, you know, whatever. And um, But I've had controversial, I mean, like I've had spouses be like, well, I'm, um, you know, that's what I want to do for them, and I, I don't think they should have to do that, and um, they shouldn't have to do their, you know, all the should not, should not, should not. And I'm like, you know, that's great, but what happens when they're 18 years old and they move out and they have never folded a piece of laundry? Well, and my husband told me that when, um, when I was in the hospital and I had our son, and our daughter was, she had turned three, he was born on Saturday, and she turned three the following Saturday, and he said that to be able to say to her, okay, I need you to take the baby's clothes and put them away. And because I had already marked the drawers, she knew where to do it. And he said that for him, it made it easier for him to settle the house before we even came home. So I think it's just a matter of finding the groove in your own kids because I, I, can't, I can't tell my son, you know, the same things I can tell my five-year-old. I can tell her, you need to go upstairs and you need to put everything away. And if it's not yours, leave it out. If it's your brother's, leave it out and I will put it away. Or I will te- I will show him. Um, because the way I see it, eventually my daughter is going to have to keep a house. Whether she's married, whether she's living on her own, whether she's in college, no roommate's going to want to clean up after her. Good point. So, and, you know, there's just... And maybe because I, I mean, I was married to somebody who's like mom did everything for him, everything. And laundry. unfortunately, 
I cleaning, had every single thing. And it was like, uh, what do you mean? And I always thought that I knew how to do all that stuff, but I really didn't. I mean, I just. I love my mom dearly, <laughs> but I knew that I could manipulate the situation because I would let my room get so trashed knowing that she was going to come in on her day off and clean the whole place. Perfect. And I wouldn't have to do it. Now, mind you, I did my own laundry because she would not do my laundry. And I knew how to cook my own meals. But when I got married, it was like I would look at Trevor like, aren't you going to pick up after me? I just dropped my shoe. (laughs) And he came from a family that was definitely not like that. And he was looking at me like I was growing a third head. So... You know, it was it was it's still a struggle. I still fall into that ha- that bad habit of just being those. Especially now that I'm not feeling good because I'm pregnant, I'm I'm you know falling into that. And my mom always says you have to, no matter how much you're falling apart, you have to keep it together for Katrina. So it's definitely you know eventually they're gonna grow up. We don't like it, but they're gonna. That's right, they're gonna. And the more that we can do to help them, um, on you know, when they move out, to make it easier, teach them responsibility, and I think it just helps them um, create a good work worth work ethic. Um, yep. So yes, yeah, so teach your kids, and um, and especially if you know if you don't have kids and your husband you know grew up with a mom that did every single thing for him, be patient you know with him because I certainly have been in that set of shoes. Uh, be patient and realize that he's not going to clean the kitchen the way you do. He's not going to put the dishes away in the same way you do. He's not going to fold the laundry the same way. He's not going to clean, you know, it's just not going to be the same way, and you're going to have to be okay with it and just let, let go of that little control, you know, freak factor because, hey, I've been there, and let let him do it his own way. If he's figured out how to get through you know, um, the basic training, OCS, ROTC, whatever, he, he's learned already how to do, you know, fold his own clothes. He's learned that. They teach him in that. They teach him that. So <laughs> that's one thing. That, that's they, they, they clean a lot. They know how to clean. Trust me. <laughs> that's one thing that cracks me up about my husband is, well, it used to irritate me when, when he was first out of boot camp because I would fold his clothes and then he would unfold them. And it would make me so mad. And, you know, as a spouse, I think that now I have, I think that what I've chosen to do for our situation is a really good idea. Because what I have done is I have learned, okay, this is how his clothes need to be folded to fit in his rack. This is how the clothes need to be to fit in his sea bag. And I can pack a sea bag as good as any sailor because I took the time. And it will make your life so much easier if you if you try to do that because you're saving him time as well as yourself because he's not going to spend three hours of, you know, the Saturday before he's going to pull out and you want that Saturday for you and him. So, or yeah. her, if you're uh-huh. a male husband, right. boyfriend. Whatever. No, that's great advice, Marla. I love that. I, I wasn't that dedicated as you. But I think that's great that you learned how to do all that. Um, I, I have to admit, I've never packed a seat back. But I'm thinking now, maybe I should have. That would have been a cool thing, I think. Everybody should try at least once. 
I think, well, and see, I also like sneak notes in there and stuff, and I can't do it if he's packing it. So if I'm going to sneak little, you know, surprises in there for him, I have to be the one that's doing it. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, wait, don't fold that shirt, <laughs> you know? Oh, I know. And there's certain things, like even now, like just there's certain things that Craig will fold a certain way, and I'll fold it a certain way. And I, And if I think about it, like if it's, his, it's something silly, like his jeans, he folds them. Uh, like I used to work at a store that was like the Gap. It wasn't called the Gap, but it was just like that. It was a jeans store where you folded like a bazillion jeans and had to put uh-huh. all the jeans up. I mean, the whole nine yards, right? So uh, there's a way that you should fold jeans. If you've ever worked retail, you know there's a way you should fold clothes. I know. I used to do that. <laughs> so, and he doesn't fold them that way. He doesn't put the pocket on the outside. He puts it on the inside. It's annoying to me, and I'm like, why do you do that? And he's like, why do you do it the other way? <laughs> but I finally have said, okay, when I'm folding his jeans, if I remember, I try and fold them the way he likes them because that's how he does it. Um, and that's just a control thing. So that will save you time, too, when you don't fight that battle. And you just go, okay. His parents were here, and uh, his mom folded the clothes. And she just kind of, like, she doesn't fold them, like, neatly. She just kind of, like, flips them around and <laughs> throws them down. <laughs> and... He would kill me for saying that. Um, and I, I almost had a coronary. Like, he used to freak out. I freak out now. <laughs> I'm like, do you know how much time you wasted? So. That's so funny. All right. So, okay, so we'll we'll have time for one more, each one of us, one more, and then we're, we're going to switch gears and, and um, uh, it would be almost time for our show to end. So do you have one more favorite thing that takes minutes that will save hours? Um, pre-sort, 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 whether it's pre-sorting your laundry, um, your dishes, um, files that you're putting away, um, you'll be so glad because it, it takes so long. I'll use laundry as an example because I just taught my daughter how to sort the laundry. It took her, you know, five minutes to sort out her laundry into lights and darks and whites where if I had to do it as I'm putting stuff in, it would have, you know, we wouldn't have gotten a full load and it just would have been a mess. So um, pre-sort every, I I pre-sort my dishes, like I wash, I stack everything before I wash the dishes and put them in the dishwasher. All the bowls get done at the same time and the plates and sometimes the dishwasher looks all cattywampus because it's all bowls or whatever and, you know, that's okay because I'm getting all them done. So um, make sure that you know what you have that you're going through because, you you know, you one day you're looking for a football jersey and, hey, I remembered, I, pre, I sorted that to wash. So you, you tend to remember. So I like that. Very good, very good. My last thing is, um, and we, we sort of hinted to it earlier, but, you know, plan your menu for the week. And this is a huge time saver. If you can take, you know, whatever day works for you, it doesn't have to be a Sunday. It can be a Wednesday. Just pick a day and write down and kind of brainstorm, honey, what do you want for dinner this week, whether it's tacos or grilled chicken salad or ribeye steaks, whatever it is, spaghetti, um, whatever. And realize that you're probably not going to make dinner every night, that maybe one night you're going to go out to eat or you're going to have leftovers 
or you're just going to, you know, have breakfast for dinner, maybe do something crazy, or quite frankly, you're just too tired and you're going to have cereal for dinner or popcorn. <laughs> you just never so build that in <laughs> yeah make a menu for the week and stick to it and you will find that you don't have to hem and haw over um well what do you want for dinner well i don't know what do you want for dinner well i don't know what do you feel like eating i don't know i mean you just spend and all of that time you know if you can make a meal in 30 minutes you're you've wasted half that time already and that'll yeah. help you defrost what you need to defrost if you're going to do a slow cooker recipe. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, slow cooker. It took food me network. three days to remember to take out my roast. And then it took me another three days, once it was already thawed, to remember to put everything in the crock pot. I mean, my husband would come home. He's like, did you make the roast? I'm like, oh, I forgot. <laughs> so. I know. I hate that. I've done that, too. So make a make a menu for the week. And um, one of the things that I do is I shop weekly. I used to shop uh, like once every three weeks and just have like huge cart, two carts. And, you know, you have to figure out what works for you. And all of these things, figure out what works for you. These are just things that we like to do that we've learned through trial and error or through um, other military spouses or um, just, you know, searching online or through the fly lady, which she's taught us. Whatever works for you. But um, for me, shopping weekly, I save money because I don't buy stuff that I don't need because I'm tight with um, the menu. I know exactly what I'm going to be making. And I I tend to not have a lot of things left over, and I tend to not have to throw out food because it's gone bad. So for me, shopping weekly saves me money. Um, that may not work for your lifestyle, but for, you know, um, what, whatever works for you, try and figure out um, what, what that what that looks like. And try different things. Try shopping weekly. Try shopping, you know, bi- you know, biweekly or, or whatever. So th- that's my last um, tip for spending minutes, saving hours. Also, um, ask around. Ask your, you know, your friends, other military spouses, um what you know what works for their household because sometimes people see things from a totally different perspective than you do and something as simple as how they plan their menu if they do like you know there's one steady thing every Wednesday is taco night and every Friday is pizza night um and that makes your week planning easier do it listen to other people cuz you never know what wealth of information's out there um, and it can really help your chaos be that much less. Yes, and it doesn't matter if your spouse is deployed and you're trying to manage it all on your own or if he's home and you, you know, have all kinds of other commitments going on. So whether, you know, you're either, either situation, all these tips um, can apply. So, All right, well, Marla, it's time to go. All we right. are like... Yeah, we we may have time to talk about Black Friday. We'll have to talk about post-Black Friday craziness. Yeah, my thing is just make a list. Try and make a list. Try and set a budget. Try not to overspend. Um, But I'm I'm looking forward to Black Friday. I hope I can get a couple things um, that are across off my list. So, okay, you want to tell everybody how they can find us online? Sure. Um, if you want to track us down, you can find us at twitter.com slash mymilitarylife. You can also find us at myspace.com slash navywiferadio. 
Um, we are also on Facebook at My Military Life. Um, you can also join our social networking site, which is www.mymillife.com. Um, we have message boards, forums, blogs that we update. Um, any major Navy or military news we try to put up there so that everybody can see it. There's also a chat feature on there. Is that right? Yes. Um, as well as um, you can upload some pictures. It's really neat. And um, I haven't been able to get on. I forgot my password. I finally got back on. So um, I've been trying to make sure that I update more. Um, and you can also email us if there's a topic or guest you'd like for us to contact for you at Navy or Mar Navy. No. Wendy at NavyWifeRadio.com or Marla at NavyWifeRadio.com. I almost said Navy at NavyWifeRadio. <laughs> it's okay. So, yeah, so email us if you have a topic for the show. Um, we want to hear it because we are planning our shows for 2010, and we want to hear your suggestions. So don't be a stranger. Let us know what you think about the show and what you'd like to hear in upcoming episodes. Um and uh, we know that you know most of you download our show via iTunes. So tell a friend about us. We're on Military One Source as a uh, a um, podcast resource, so you can feel confident about putting us in your newsletter. And you can sign up for our newsletter at NavyWifeRadio.com. Just click on E News, and we will be ramping that up again. And you can look for our E News updates um, coming soon. So that's more information there. And do you want to do the disclaimer, Marla? I sure can. Our disclaimer is that we are not any part of any official government agency, the Department of the Navy, or the Department of Defense. The views and opinions expressed here are that of our own and do not reflect any official Navy or DOD policy. Any advice we give is strictly that of the author. Should you require professional counseling, we ask that you seek a qualified professional. For listening. Yes, thank you everybody for listening. We had so much fun tonight. Thank you, Marla. Thank you, Wendy. I am. Um, I'm glad. You, I'm glad you're back. I missed you last week. Oh, I felt so crazy last week. I was gonna. I was like, maybe I should call in from the ER. Live ER. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> no. 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 All right. So um, next week we'll be we'll be back, and um, we hope everybody listening to us live will be back as well. And subscribe to us via iTunes, and you can listen to us on demand, especially if you're going to be taking a trip um, over the holidays. So, all right, well, we'll see everybody next week. Thanks, Marla. Thanks, Wendy. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening. Close